All right, it's time now for our next segment, Game Balls. We give uh, one game ball each to a quarterback, a running back, wide receiver, uh, team defense, and special teams who uh, we think deserve a game ball. So let's start off with quarterback. We're giving it to Jarvis Landry of the Browns for throwing, quite honestly, a beautiful touchdown pass to Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's better than maybe some quarterbacks even. Um, running back of the week for us, Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. I considered benching him in fantasy this week. I did not, and he pretty much single-handedly won me my matchup with 151 rushing touchdowns, a bunch of receiving yards, and three touchdowns. So thank you, Joe Mixon. <laughs> and wide receiver will go with Odell Beckham. Like we uh, said earlier, he had an all-around awesome performance against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Cowboys, they did not win the defensive game ball this week, and that's all we have to say about the defensive game ball, just not the Cowboys. Not the Cowboys. All right, special teams, Sam Cook of the Ravens um, for converting a fake punt on an excellent throw. Mm-hmm. Yep, good job converting that fourth down there. And, you know, we've reached the quarter mark of the season, so I think it's a good time for us to make some predictions. We did not do it before the season started, so we're four weeks in. Uh, who do you have as your division winner for, let's see, we'll start with the AFC North. Yeah, for the AFC North, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think they're more talented than their division foes, and they've been off to a great start so far. So mm-hmm. The Steelers have looked good, but I trust Baltimore. I think that they will win their division as well. Who do you have for the AFC East? Uh, I will choose the team that I think may have the best record in the league. I have Buffalo winning, uh, beating the Patriots because I mean they could be like they could be out of quarterback for a little while. So Buffalo. Yeah, I have Buffalo as well for the same reasons. We don't know how long the Patriots will be without Cam, um, and like you stated earlier, Josh Allen has looked really good, and he has a nice receiving core around him. Mm-hmm. AFC South, who do you got? I have the Indianapolis Colts. Um, you know, the Titans are they were doing really, really well. I think they're 3-0, actually, before, unfortunately, COVID um, hit them. Then the Jags, they're just the Jags. And then <laughs> the, uh, the Texans have not been as good as I thought they would be, so that's why I'm going with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will as well. Uh, defense wins divisions and maybe championships. So uh, give me the Colts because their defense looks great. Absolutely. AFC West, who do you have? Uh, Kansas City, uh, next question. Or, well, your take first, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kansas City for apparent reasons, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, now uh, that was pretty quick. NFC North, who do you have in that division? <laughs> Um, NFC North, I really like this division, honestly. Um, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. This is where I think what would be really cool for the Bears to do is just start Trubisky, and if things start going downhill, just throw Foles in. Honestly, you might win a few games doing that, but I'm not the coach, so I think the Packers will win this division. I, I really think that's a good idea, actually. Um, so, yeah. 
I don't think that they'll ultimately choose to do that. And because of that, they will lose their division to Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, also one of my favorite divisions, NFC East. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Uh, also known as the NFC Least. Um, because the team with the least amount of wins is going to, I don't know, host a playoff game. I don't know. Dallas has defensive problems. Until that's fixed, I don't see them winning the division. I will take the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, yeah, that's my pick. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I just, how can your offense be that good and you don't make the playoffs? I don't know. I guess the answer would be because your defense is that so far. But <laughs> I think they're going to win the division. Not, I, I can see either thing happening. Um, so let's go to the NFC South containing the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Buccaneers. Uh, who do you have in that division? I have the Saints win the division. I think the, I think the Buccaneers will beat the Saints week nine, I think is when they play again. Um, I think the Bucks will beat them then, but the Saints will have the better record and win the division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks are starting to file, fire on more cylinders. I don't even know if that's the right expression because it's not all cylinders. They have more work to do. <laughs> but I think the Bucks are getting better. But I am going to choose New Orleans. Um, honestly, I don't really know why. Alvin Kamara is good. Drew Brees is solid. If Michael Thomas comes back, they become really hard to beat. So I'll stick with New Orleans. That uh, last but not least, NFC West. Uh, as long as Pete Carroll keeps letting Russ cook, I see no reason the Seahawks do not run away with this division, uh, win it by at least two games. Yep, ditto. Seahawks for the division title. Yep, and you know what? Well, why not? Uh, Super Bowl. We didn't do this beforehand, so who is your current Super Bowl winner and who will they beat? I think it will be uh, the Seahawks over the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that's a pretty solid prediction. Um, I will go Green Bay over the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, it'll be weird if Green Bay can do it without, like, too many high-profile wide receivers. As was mentioned, like, several times during the draft, um, like, Green Bay has never drafted a... uh, wide receiver, or Aaron Rodgers has never thrown to a first-round draft pick. So maybe maybe drafting a quarterback was the fire that they needed to lay under Aaron Rodgers to show that, okay, I still got it. But I I got Green Bay, and I have them beating the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, solid pick. All right, now moving on to non-NFL stuff. The MLB postseason has begun. Which team are you supporting this postseason, and what is your World Series pick? I mean, it's kind of hard not to support the Marlins because they are basically <laughs> the NL equivalent of the Orioles. But um, so I I like them. Uh, they've already beaten the number two seed, the Cubs, to make it to the divisional round. Um, and I mean, I don't have super high expectations, so I'll just enjoy the ride. Uh, my World Series pick, I'll just do that really quickly. Um, I have the... Now, I'm trying to think who's in the AL right now. Um, it's... 
Rays, Yankees, and then Astros, Athletics. Okay, thank you. Um, I will go yeah. Rays uh, beating the Padres in the World Series. Mm. I like that pick. Um, I, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's hard to not root for the Marlins. I mean, after losing 105 games last year, and then this year making the playoffs, that's awesome. Um, I like to see the Braves doing well, too. That's been cool. Padres as well. They're a fun team to watch. Um, but I will go with the... Hmm, my World Series pick will be Yankees versus Dodgers, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I know it's kind of lame, but both those teams look so strong. I just mm-hmm. find it hard to go against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the Yankees, they had a down regular season, but they beat up on Cleveland in the, in the uh, wild card series, so they look dangerous going into October. Speaking of the World Series, though, the NLCS and the World Series will allow fans to be in attendance at the Texas Rangers Globe Life Park. Uh, your thoughts? Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the organizers behind this, so I don't have all the information they have. Um, but uh, I think things are going pretty well without fans. Like, why risk it, I guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the main point of, like, having the World Series at a neutral site is uh, obviously the coronavirus and stuff and to, like, limit travel. But if you're going to, like, avoid travel, but then, okay, we're going to have fans from all around the country fly in, 11,000 fans a night to watch the World Series. It would be a little bit different, but all it takes is a foul ball or a home run that a fan throws back and... I don't know. I say it's possible. It's possible for uh, the bubble to be burst. And also, the Astros are still alive. Would it be fair to give them, you know, basically home field advantage for seven games if they make it all the way to the World Series? I I don't like that. Absolutely not. Um, that's really disappointing. I feel like MLB just keeps kind of letting them off the hook a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep, so switching topics from baseball to hockey, the Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup a week ago today, being uh, September 28th. They won. Um, is this the coolest moment in sports? You know, I'm not particularly a hockey fan, but I will say the Stanley Cup is really exciting and you know, incredibly historic, so it's certainly up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this is one of the coolest moments in sports, just like seeing I guess the captain yeah the captain lifted like all the hard work of 82 games and the grind of like a four series postseason uh you lift up that trophy that is so heavy like I'm honestly not sure if I could lift it which is not I don't know maybe I shouldn't be talking about that (laughs) but um it's like 40 pounds or something but just seeing the like pure elation of every hockey player lift that up and seeing their hard work rewarded and then their name will be on that trophy for 25 20 years something like that that is just really cool and i like i of course never thought that it would happen like on my birthday and even though i don't like the lightning that was just a really cool thing to see <laughs> yeah yeah that's a really good point so Ryan, if you had a day with the Stanley Cup, which, you know, as you know, every member of the winning team gets. 
What would you do with it? Uh, first thing, try and see if I can lift it. <laughs> but, um, hey, you got it, bro. <clears throat> excuse me, but um, I think I might have one of the best ice cream sundaes of all time. Put, oh, yeah. put some ice cream in the top and then just eat from there. Or maybe like cherry Coke, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, or uh, you could have a whole bunch of peanut M&M's. Oh. Berry type M&M's. Just like <laughs> invite people over and like casually say, oh yeah, the M&M's over here and it's a Stanley Cup they're in. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awesome. But yeah, I, some, something to do with food, I guess, is the consensus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, huh. So switching out of hockey, <clears throat> back to the gridiron, but the college version. Who should be the most concerned team in college football right now? I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. Um, they're strong. It feels like every year they've made the college football playoff a few times, and now they've lost two games in a row now, I believe. Um, so that's really concerning. Because Texas right now, I mean, I feel like they're kind of overhyped every year. Um, so it's kind of usual. But Oklahoma is strong, and this year they don't look as strong. So that's why I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how, like, Lincoln Riley sort of grooms a quarterback, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't know if Baker Mayfield was a transfer. He was, was yeah. He okay. went to Texas Tech, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. Him and Kyler Murray, he went he went to Texas Tech, I think. And then really? Jalen Jalen Hurts from Alabama transferred in. So it'll be interesting to see how uh Lincoln Riley grooms a fret or a redshirt freshman quarterback, Spencer Rattler, who is a very highly touted, but he has not looked that great in the first couple of games. But I'm gonna say the most concerned team, Florida State. They are in some serious trouble. They lost to Georgia Tech to start the season. I think they lost to someone else in the ACC, maybe. And then they they were trailing at the half to Jacksonville State, which I learned is not even in Florida. They are in Alabama. And they are also the, uh, the Gamecocks. I did not yeah. know that there was more than one Gamecock. So when you're down to a team that I didn't even know existed, and I, I feel like, not to brag, but I do feel like I know – a bunch of colleges <laughs> you should be worried <laughs> yeah also Kyler Murray actually went to A&M strangely enough his freshman year oh. I did not know that oh Kyler Murray wow cool I did, wow yeah anyway um, do you think there's any chance Miami Heat come back from down 2-1 against the Lakers um I'm gonna say no like I've always or going into the series, I was predicting a gentleman sweep for the Lakers. They will win 4-1. to one. Uh, Jimmy Butler had an amazing game last night, being Sunday, performing really well. But he's going to have to do that three more times, and his supporting cast is going to have to help him. So I don't think that uh, the Heat can come back. Yeah, I mean, there's always a chance they can, but my prediction is... No, they probably will not. I mean, averaging a triple-double with 40 points for three more games. <laughs> At that point, just put them in the Hall of Fame right there. Mm-hmm. But um, I think 
the Lakers are more well-rounded and they're going to win the next two games. Mm-hmm. The WNBA Finals are underway with Seattle leading 2-0 in a best-of-five series. Can Asia Wilson and the Aces win three in a, three in a row and come back? Sure. Why not? I mean, <laughs> with, uh, with Wilson, Asia Wilson, anything's possible. Spurs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big trust. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I I don't know. Seattle looks really good. Um They've looked like the team to beat all year, and the Aces, they're playing with house money because, like, no one expected them to be this good this season. So I got Seattle. They'll probably win tomorrow night and seal the series. And then wrapping up this little segment with our KBO update, uh, NC Dinos, they've opened up a massive lead. They are in first place by eight games with only 21 games to go. Latte has all but guaranteed a finish of seventh or better. However, there are still three games outside postseason play. Mm-hmm. It'll be an exciting finish, and you know maybe if like if NC wins their uh, the Korean uh, the KBO if they win, maybe I'll have to buy like a shirt just to remember this weird year. Absolutely, no doubt about it. Yep. So, uh, Gamecock Sports update changed the name from minute to update because we went far over time last time <laughs> so let's kick things off uh, men's soccer they dropped to one and two after losing to clemson on thursday they will face a good road test at mercer next weekend and the women's soccer team uh, now has a record of two and one after beating kentucky one nothing mm-hmm. yep volleyball they start in a few weeks for a for an eight-game mini-season. We will keep you updated on that once the games happen. The football team, they unfortunately dropped to 0-2 after their loss at Florida on Saturday. What are your thoughts on the Gamecocks with the season now underway? Um, so I don't think that we would have won the Florida game. But we got the ball with about maybe 8.45 on the clock or so. And... We needed two touchdowns. What happened was an eight-minute drive that resulted in no points. And, uh, yeah, that gave Florida the ball back with 45 seconds to go. So that's just really – that's not good clock management. Um, I don't know if that's a coaching thing. I don't know if, like, um, it's a coordinator, if it's, like, the quarterback's responsibility to just manage the the uh, the time better. Like – I am going to say, like, it would have been really impressive if we had to come back, but, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, off to Vanderbilt next weekend. Mm-hmm, that is the good news here. Um, yeah, so I will say if we do not win at Vanderbilt, there might be some serious, uh, I don't know, some serious upri- uprising in Columbia. That's not the right word. There might be um, some repercussions. How about that? That's fair. Yes, there might be some repercussions coming for the coaching staff if we drop to zero and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, shoutouts. Who's your shoutout this week? Uh, I'm shouting out my aunt Joanne, whose birthday was last week. Uh, when I started the show, she had asked for a shoutout, and like I didn't know of like a reason to at the time. So I. Um, Here's your shout-out, Antoine, and go football team. Yep, for sure. Um, My 
shout-outs to Heather Hens for getting a shutout on her first career start in goal for the Gamecocks women's soccer team. Well done. Mm-hmm. Yep, keep it up. And uh, just like that, we've reached the end of episode 21. Yeah, tune in next week as we break down a fifth week of NFL action, possibly discuss some college football, and then whatever else happens in the upcoming week. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Kicker and WB. That's at Kicker, the word and WB. Mm-hmm. And that's all for this week. Until next time, keep the laces out and stay hydrated. <laughs>